Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Nerd Conversion Podcast, Episode 1. For those of you who don't know us, we take any character, concept, event you would deem nerdish and convert any naysayers to that camp. This episode is all about Daredevil. If you haven't become a devout watcher of the Netflix series, we promise after this, you'll be begging and pleading with the rest of us for Season 3. Let's hear the music! Live long and prosper. I find your lack of faith disturbing. My name is Ron Limoges. I'm your friendly neighborhood nerd, anything with that. We've got with us, as always, Tom the Film Guy and our resident non-believer on staff, Steve. Steve, how are you feeling today? Oh, a little bit non-believing, non-nerdy, I must yeah. be blunt. Well, that's because you're still at zero. We'll get you up to 100%. We're going to jump right into it. Daredevil, his first appearance was in Daredevil issue one in April 1964. He was created by Stan Lee and Dan Everett. His alter ego is Matthew, a.k.a. Matt Murdock, a blind lawyer. He's been affiliated with teams such as Shield the Chase, Nelson and Murdock, The Hand, New Avengers. So his powers include being that he was struck in the face with radioactive material he is blind, but his other four senses are supercharged. He has sonar vision. He is a master acrobat, master martial artist, and a pretty stand-up lawyer. Well, Daredevil's obviously been around since the cartoon back in the uh, day with um, Spider-Man, the animated series. I believe X-Men was first. Probably. Back in the 90s, both cartoons were very popular, and they used to incorporate Marvel characters, you know, cross both of them. Then it wasn't until uh, 2003 when Ben Affleck starred in a 20th Century Fox film, Daredevil. Um, that was uh, Steve. Do you remember that one by any chance? Uh, getting a little nauseous here. I like how you're okay, bringing well, up 20th Century Fox. Is it still is the rights for Daredevil? Still with Fox or back with Marvel? Absolutely not. It is now owned by Disney, which is why we have that wonderful Marvel Universe on Netflix with uh, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and Daredevil. And now we're going to have Iron Fist and then Punisher. That's all Disney's uh, rights back, So, which is pretty cool because they were all owned. Well, Punisher was owned by... Um, who was that? I forgot. Uh, but somebody else. And that's when we have the 2004 movie of that. But... As you see, they were starting to do that stuff back in the new millennium. So we had Daredevil, we had Elektra, we had Punisher, we had a couple of movies out there. Ben Affleck um, gave his all as uh, Daredevil. And um, we had a Michael Clark Duncan, I believe, as Kingpin, which is um, nowhere near, yeah, no, nowhere near um, what, what's the what's other guy? Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. What he can do as Kingpin is incredible in Daredevil. Because what they do in Daredevil in the TV show is pretty cool. Um, where you feel for the hero and you feel for the villain, which is pretty neat. The movie back in 2003 did not really cross into that. It was just a simple story about Matt Murdock. He was blinded by some chemicals. Um, he had a, a boxing father. And yep. the father died in the movie, right? Yep. Yeah. Jack, uh, Battle and Jack. Yep. Battle and Jack. He died in the movie, died in the TV show, 
I think they delved into it a little better in the TV show. But yeah, everything was pretty quick for the two-hour movie that it was back in 2003. Steve, you want to take off from there on the on the film or not? The only thing I know about Daredevil, I know nothing about Daredevil. So well, you saw is, that 2003 movie, did you? Know? I, I, you know, I, I think I avoided it out of principle, but I, I did see parts of it. Thought so. Yeah. Uh, all I remember is Ben Affleck being in it was was which was enough to to turn me off from it. I remember it being bad. I don't remember if I saw parts of it or in the theater. If I saw parts of it, you know, on on TV afterwards. But I remember it being bad. So mm. all I hear is more Daredevils coming out. I, I've been pretty scarred from Daredevils and associated Afflecks. So why why exactly should I watch this new Daredevil? There's so many other superheroes. Why should I watch this one? So I'll chime in there. Um, Daredevil, essentially, it, he started as a child. His his father, talking, going back to what Tom said, about Battle and Jack was a big heavy hitter in Hell's Kitchen and New York City as a boxer. He raised his son by himself and was always very big into, no, 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 you got to study. You got to be a doctor or a lawyer. Just always one of those two. He didn't want him to work and suffer uh, like he has been in his life. So essentially, Matthew Murdoch, a.k.a. soon to be Daredevil, did that. He did exactly that. And, you know, he we all know that he grew up to become a lawyer. Um, he was blinded. He saw an older person crossing the road and a truck was about to hit him. So he pushed the person out of the way and radio material fell off of, and splashed him in the face, which blinded him, but also gave him the incredible abilities uh, for hearing, taste, touch, and all that smell. So, And essentially he was later on trained to be able to use it like a sonar sense. All right, uh, so we have a superhero with super high smelling and tasting. Is that that's what? Correct. All right, so no. that's the that's the show you want me to watch. Well, <laughs> let's. Well, hold on, hold a second there, because his senses are amazing. Because when he well, he can oh, smell a pizza fat. pie from a mile away. Like what well, is that? Like, really cool. But let's put it this way: <laughs> he can hear amazingly, which is really okay. cool. Um, and he can see, believe it or not, but he sees the world on fire, he said, to kind of quote what Charlie Cox said as Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Um, he sees everything in like a red, red kind of like how Batman in, what, Dark Knight, when he had that sonar kind of vision. Mm-hmm. So he sees everything in like a red. So he's kind of like a cheating blind guy, but he is kind of blind. So, But it's all because of his other senses that makes this red world for him, So, which is pretty neat. So that's why he's... Uh, I guess another reason why he's called the devil, like yep. Daredevil, for um, that reason, it's, red. I, I understand it's hard to wrap your head around it. It sounds dumb. It's just like, oh, I've got this blind guy that's just going to beat the crap ever, out of everyone and jumping on rooftops. That There's no way that that works. And the one thing that I pulled away from the movie, because the movie was actually what made me interested in Daredevil was the sonar. The sonar was amazing. Like That's what put it into perspective for me that, oh, he can literally see everything in a room through this sonar because you no longer have to worry about blind spots. (laughs) Funny, funny, he's a blind guy, but you don't no longer have to worry about blind spots like behind a pillar. He'll be able to see around it because of all the sound waves that are ricocheting back and forth everything. So he actually sees in a complete 360 around him for quite a bit distance. I don't have the exact distance, but so... And then add in his martial arts abilities and gymnastic ability, abilities, he's just a badass. 
And that just that came naturally. Like he trained that. He didn't gain super oh, no, 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 gymnastic no. ability. No, no, no. He was trained by Stick. He was trained. Stick is another blind Marvel guy. Um, I don't. Really, I actually don't think they go into that in the film. Um, but you. But there's like implied. Um, I mean, mind you, it's a 20th century Fox. They're you know not they're going to build a universe, but it was just a single two-hour movie from Fox. But Elektra was there. Um, obviously, Daredevil. They didn't really get into the whole thing, but in this show, which is amazing, um, Daredevil, Elektra, they all come from this guy. You know, trained from this guy Stick. He's blind. He, but he's actually even more blind than Matt because. He's legit blind. Yeah, he uses other senses um, to like be a martial arts badass. Yeah, he's Six also leader of the cool Chaste, who are um, the mortal enemies of the Hand, which is a ninja group who actually bring people back from the dead all the time. So he's he really is just the complete epitome of what a badass is. Um, she trained the Daredevil yes. before he became. The super super pizza smelling guy, or kind of taught him how to be the super pizza smelling guy. Okay. Well, he's not a super pizza smelling guy. He actually, um, well, let's put it this way: Matt, who is like Ron mentioned, a lawyer by day, he got fed up with hearing his super hearing. I mean, in the in the Disney Netflix Charlie Cox version, mm-hmm. he got fed up with hearing. Th- well, th- I think this was his first thing. Ron can correct me if I'm wrong. But I think I got this one. His first outing was because of him hearing a girl that was being either, you know, molested or something by her father. So because of him hearing that from so far away, he decided to. I think it was he heard two that blocks at, well, away. A few nights, and he couldn't take it anymore. So he decided to wear a outfit like a mask. Which is cool. He actually wears a black mask over his eyes because he doesn't need his eyes. One of the uh, only guys to do that, which is pretty cool. So he def- he beat up this uh, this dad that was doing horrible things to his daughter, and he said, you know, don't ever let me catch you doing this again. He's like, I will, you know, I'll hear you, you know, if you do. Like so, that was his first outing for something I would say heroic, you know. So he that that was his first thing, and once he did it. Like anything else, like it, that was his drug to become like you know brawling hero, like be a badass, which is pretty cool. So where does where does the taste come in? Uh, the taste it actually does come into play. Um, he can taste the air. Yeah, he can true. tell um, uh, like humidity levels, things like that. He can tell if there's like soot in the air. He can smell it slash taste it. So it all comes into play. It's the same with there's been numerous times where he's been almost poisoned. But he smells the poison or starts to taste it and is able to spit it out. So the taste is actually important as well. Oh. So a few th- fun facts about Daredevil. Um, you know the origin that I was telling you about? I'm not sure if this will convert your reaver to a way, but... Well, wait, if that didn't convert him already, I mean, the guy's... Tell me that's not an amazing hero right there. That he can spit out poison? I mean, he it's cool. He saved a girl from her horrible father. Yeah, I mean, but that's it amazing. There's a hundred superheroes that do that. Why should I spend no, my time? No, no, no. You don't one. see Captain America going doing that. He's like using his shield. Dude, he's stopping Nazis. I mean, he's, he's doing pretty badass stuff. Well, what is that? well what's Iron Man doing? Building what's suits. Doing? I don't know. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's too busy building suits. Daredevil is down in Hell's Kitchen, New York. The nitty... Like, he's down in, in that stuff. So this guy... 
is hardcore. Going back to the origin of fun fact, which I actually recently learned about, uh, when Matt Murdock pushes the old person out of the way, there's another child on the walkway who also gets pushed to the side by Matt, and he's carrying a container with four animals into it who fall into the sewer with the radioactive material. Can we guess what animals were in it? Turtles. Yep, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah, wait a minute. Okay, but they're not even Disney. I mean, they're not Marvel people. They're, they're you know, they're their own guys. They're, what, are you, what are you saying? It's Well, it's a comic, first off. You do know that uh, Teenage yeah. Mutant... Yeah. So it is not Marvel, um, but the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles... It was Ninja an independent Turtle, thing back in yeah. the, the 80s, yeah. The writers, though, are adamant. So technically it's not Marvel canon, but... The original creators of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles said, "Yep, that's Matt Murdock." Ah, uh, that's cool. <laughs> when was this? Hold on, where was this? Who was? Um, well, mind was you, the... Matt Murdock. To sum it up, Matt Murdock's a kid. He uh-huh. pushes an old man out of the way. Well, this is what you see in the movie, and mm-hmm. you see this in the TV show. It's same you, in the It's comments. implied, even though you don't even like see it exactly in the TV show. It's implied he just saved. An old man. He pushed him out of the way from getting these chemicals spilt on him. Yet Matt, the little kid, got them spilt in his eyes. And he kept saying, I can't see. I can't see. So what Ron's mentioning is apparently, I guess, being those Ninja Turtle writers enjoy Marvel so much to incorporate their work, Ninja Turtles, into Marvel some somewhere form. They're saying that Matt Murdock also, I guess, saved a kid who had four turtles in his you know, in his in his jar, like the old cartoon. So Matt Murdock created the Ninja Turtles, is what you're saying. In, Essentially, in their canon, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Really. So there's there's a comic book that shows like a kid getting pushed out of the way and dropping turtles in this in this chemical. Yep. Ninja Turtles issue one. Okay. Well, now now I'm all right. Now I'm interested. All right. <laughs> so Daredevil created the Ninja Turtles. Well, he was the reason that the radioactive Earthquake. material. Um, fell onto them and then yeah created that nice interesting yeah i have to go see this issue one. Oh, it's so interesting <laughs> um i believe it's on the internet everything's on the internet so to go into a little bit more detail of what goes on with daredevil when he first comes on uh into the comics and everything it it was actually not a nitty-gritty type thing he was very he had a yellow and red suit and he was practicing law at Nelson and Murdoch, which, Tom, who's Nelson and Murdoch? Oh, Nelson and Murdoch is, well, you got... Well, what is Nelson Fox. and Murdoch? Well, it's actually, you mean from the beginning? It's a really, really, like, startup, brand new lawyer uh, law firm by two best friends. Kind of like, yeah, it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, they're two best friends from college, I believe. Um, Columbia State. It's yep, Foggy Nelson. What's his real name? It's just Foggy Nelson. Yeah, is it? All right, so it's Foggy. Yeah, we don't know his name. His name is Foggy. Foggy that's his real name. Yeah, that's yeah, his name. Foggy Nelson and Matt Murdock. Foggy was played actually by John Favreau, the director of um, obviously Iron Man and many other cool. Um, oh, in the know, movie movies, yes. yeah. But he so only got like movie. a two second thing in the movie. Yeah, he was very very quick in the film, but uh, he was there, Foggy Nelson, in the. TV show, Foggy Nelson's like much more prominent in the in the whole show, and yeah, it's Matt Murdock and Foggy Nelson. They're just two buddies that start up a law firm. 
So, oh, and then they get their um, their oh wait, how do they get how that was their, their first case secretary? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Karen Page. Uh, in the show, they got her. Daredevil saves her from an assassin, and so she was about to be killed in her apartment. And he actually beats the living hell out of the assassin. So, but Karen Page joins the law firm as a secretary, and in the comics is a long-term love interest for Matt Murdock. Which spoilers at the end of season two kind of seems like they're going in that direction possibly uh, Matt Murdock tells oh, yeah. her his secret identity they wind up um, dating for a while and then she's actually leaves for a while because she can't handle it and then she comes back you know it's comic she leaves she comes back she dies she comes back although she, the last time that she died was 20 years ago and she's still dead which is uncommon for Marvel characters yep hmm. so so she was a secretary, you're saying? Yes, she yeah. is a secretary. And he saved her from an assassin, yes. you're saying? So who was assassinating secretaries? Is that a big market yeah, these days? we weren't super clear with that, sorry. Um, yeah. Essentially, Karen worked for a big-time company that was laundering money and you know giving it to officials and whatnot, and she accidentally got a hold of a drive with all the information on it. And so mm -hmm. the company was trying to hide it because they were working for Wilson Fisk, a.k.a. the... Kingpin. Yes, she goes to Nelson and Murdoch to what she can do legally about it, and then she goes back to the house for the drive, and that's when the assassin tries to get her, but Matt Murdoch is able to save her. Mm -hmm. Interesting, okay. And so Kingpin is the head of this company? Whoa, 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 whoa. Kingpin is amazing. Kingpin is a guy of all... He's a king of all trades, this guy. Um, Wilson Fisk... Well, he is not only, like... How do you say it, Ron? Like, he's not only the, the head honcho of, like, a business and a corporation, but he's also, like, the head honcho of, like, the underbelly yeah, crime... Yeah, it's essentially crime that. All right, so Wilson... Is he the penguin type of thing? Like, mm, that kind yeah. of thing? But way cooler. Yeah, so much cooler. Kingpin is essentially this uh, big-time villain that crosses about the path of every hero affiliated with New York City. Oh, yeah, and yeah. he uh, is a large, typically white, in the movie they chose... Uh, uh, but in the movie they chose to go with a black actor, which I'm all for. I personally think he did a good job. But the current actor who is... Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio, who is playing Wilson Fisk in the show, is doing a phenomenal job. He looks exactly oh, like yeah. the comic character. Oh, yeah. He's a large, bald, uh, Caucasian man. He, very large build, but the thing is, a lot of people just assume he's fat. He's actually almost to the point of super strength, like inhuman amount of strength. And he uses that essentially as a tank to beat the crap out of people. Hell so is yeah. he a superhero or just like a big jack guy? He's he's a super villain. Yeah, he's a super villain. He has powers though? No, no powers. It's essentially he's like I said, he's almost at the point of superhuman strength. He has a ton of muscle, but he also has some fat, so he he looks like a bigger guy. And his role essentially is he's the kingpin. He's in charge of all the underground institutions. Anything that goes on that's kind of shady and below the wire. Uh, you know, bribing, gambling, everything goes, he's in charge of it all. He gets okay. a cut. 
And he is Daredevil's main villain. So while he shows up as the villain for a lot of heroes, he and Daredevil are constantly going back and forth. And it's been, he, he is just phenomenal. Now, Steve, why don't we bust this out of the old stuff you're trying to hide out from under your covers? Didn't you used to watch the old cartoons, Spider-Man, X-Men? Yeah, absolutely. You watch Spider-Man, right? I see Spider-Man, yeah. Okay, so remember, like, you remember a Kingpin from that, right? I vaguely do. Vaguely, yes. Okay. Kingpin was, like, you, like, always a villain throughout the entire series of Spider-Man back in the 90s. And same thing, like, he, they, just like they did in the old show for the cartoon, they're doing him amazing justice in the TV series with, kind of like how Ron mentioned, he has... Like he he can even like do this big bear hug and like hold you and like crush your bones. Like the dude is, the dude is unseemingly like you you don't get that he's like this strong dude because of the way he looks, but mm-hmm. he's like this big tank. Like Ron kind of said, he's like a really powerful villain. He's really cool. Especially um, one thing I really think that the show did an amazing amazing job with more so than other things is their introduction of Wilson Fisk. Because in the first few episodes of the season, you kind of keep on hearing that there's somebody in the shadows, and then eventually he's revealed, and he gets very humanized in the first season. You see his origin along with Matt's. It's a pretty much a parallel path that you watch them both take from childhood into where they are as human beings. And by the end of the first season, you know, he has love interests, all that jazz. And then in the second season, can see that he's, like, transformed and he's, like, exactly the rage and calculating bastard that we've all known and come to love. And they set him up perfectly for so many bigger ventures down the road. Now, when did uh, this, this season, the second season's done? When does the third season come out? Yeah, apparently Daredevil will be in The Defenders because they are doing, started as Daredevil Season 1, Jessica Jones, Daredevil Season 2, Luke Cage, and then we are, current, Ron and I are currently waiting for Iron Fist, very patiently, um, which is March, yep. right? After that, apparently it'll be The Defenders, and The Defenders will apparently incorporate everyone I just mentioned, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, a.k.a. Power Man, and Iron Fist, and perhaps the Punisher. Jessica Jones was also called Gem for a while. Gem. Um, yeah. I was. Then, as of right now, it's speculation that after Defenders, we'll see the Punisher's own uh, show, his solo show, which will do a separate podcast for him. Don't you worry, non-believers. And uh, then after that, so right now it's assumed without a release date that it will be early 2018. We will see Daredevil Season 3. I want to talk about probably my favorite arc in the comics. Like, I love it. It's a, uh, it's a Frank Miller, um, so it's a pretty dark one, but it's a Frank Miller storyline. And essentially what goes on is Karen Page has left Daredevil. She went to California to become an actress. Uh, she failed at it and so became a porn star and became addicted to heroin. So for a wow. shot of heroin, she actually gave Matt Murdock's secret identity. And so through... I don't I don't get that at all from the show. I can't imagine Karen Give it time. Um, so, wow. Um, and, you know, the show doesn't have to do it. But this is right, this is absolutely. definitely a storyline that's amazing. 
That's crazy. Um, so through the grapevine, the kingpin finds out his secret identity and actually starts systematically destroying his life. Like um, he kills Electra, he burns down, he destroys the Nelson Murdoch firm, he blows up Matt Murdoch's apartment building. He doesn't tell anybody that. Oh yeah, this is where Daredevil lives. Like nobody else knows his secret identity, but the kingpin does. And then and he like almost kills Foggy. So he leaves Daredevil with nothing. And then there's an amazing scene, like an amazing image where, okay, um, Daredevil is constantly called the man without fear. And so the kingpin makes a remark. He's just like, well, if I take away everything that he loves, maybe he really will become the man without fear. And that's exactly what he does. He puts on his Daredevil suit and goes throughout the Kingpin's organization, literally beating to death everyone involved with his organization, finally working his way up to Kingpin, and he whoops Kingpin. Kingpin almost died, and he's just like, you know what, no, 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 no. I'm, of course, paraphrasing, but it was essentially him saying, you know what, we're good. Nobody else knows who you are. I'm just going to leave it. So Kingpin still knows who Daredevil is, but he will not cross that line because he understands what will happen as repercussion. That's ah, oh, it was an amazing thing. And at the end, Karen huh. Page sobers up. She goes, she moves back and marries Daredevil. Yeah. Wow! Oh. So it was an amazing storyline. It was so good. Oh, another quick fun fact about Matt Murdock. Um, he's one of the well, if not the most um, devout Catholic characters in Marvel. Actually, top three. He takes number one, I believe. There's also Eddie Brock and Nightcrawler. Yes. And they can continue. There's Captain America, yeah. and, you know. So, but they're the top three. So he's actually, I think, number yeah, one. Yeah, he actually suffered a lot at post that storyline because he killed people. So it was very, uh, very hard on him, Catholic-wise. And I like, I like how in the show how they touch on like he goes to confession to a priest before he does the things he does. And he says, forgive me for what I'm about to do, not the things that he's done. So he's actually a pretty, pretty cool character. He has a lot, like, he definitely has a lot of depth in his, in his, in his, you know, in his character. So Steve, you've been pretty quiet lately. What are you thinking? Well, I'm, I'm interested. I, yeah, I think you had me at Ninja Turtles. <laughs> uh, I'm very curious by that. I'm very interested now and it's not being a Ben Affleck. So this is definitely Ben Affleck has nothing to do with this Netflix series, right? Nope, not a thing. He doesn't even make a cameo. Okay. Ben Affleck is now Batman, as we all know. Yes, he is DC. Batman. He's not allowed into Marvel. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> he even wears a DC shirt and he says Marvel sucks on the shirt. Yep. Oh. Oof, man. <laughs> uh, I would uh, I would be interested in uh, in checking out the first few episodes. It seems. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know if he starts, you know, tasting pizzas from across the ocean. You might lose me, but. Um, I'd be uh, be curious to test it out. So, just to be clear, we've taken you from not really being interested into putting your valuable time into it to all right, fine. I'll you know I'll dip my toe in, and we both, Tom and I, know that as soon as that happens, you're just going to dive right in. I will definitely uh, I will definitely try the first couple episodes. Cool, and uh, and see where it goes. So there you have it, guys. We were able to get Steve from 0% to 1% for Daredevil today. I think that's pretty uh, astounding. High fives all around. 
yeah, let us know what you thought. This is one of our first episodes. We're still figuring out how things are going. And we have a Facebook. Uh, it's facebook.com slash nerdconversion. Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, any place would be phenomenal if you could just pop in there. Give us suggestions about things that you weren't sure about why people like and want to be convinced. And we will definitely do those episodes for you. So until then, we'll see you guys next time.